I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first-time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood, where we momcast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. Hello. Hi, Trisha. <laughs> Hi, Morgan. We have a guest tonight. Hi, Victoria. Hooray, Victoria. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks for being here. Yeah, seriously. I can't wait to pick your brain tonight. So I guess with that, uh, we should maybe tell people what we're talking about. <laughs> that might be a good start. <laughs> So we will be talking about how to help the, I guess, your child transition with a new baby being brought into the house. And Victoria, if you want to tell everyone a little about yourself. Sure. So I'm a mom of two. My older son, Ronan, just turned four last week. And my daughter, yeah, it's so cute. And my daughter, Mia, uh, turned two in August. So Ronan was just Yay. about 20 months when Mia was born. Oh, my goodness. Wow. It feels like just yesterday. Yes, it sure does. Just just yesterday, we were bumping along, and then Charlie <laughs> and Mia were born. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like the same age. They're all the same age. We definitely they're have to close. get together. Yeah. Yes, very close to Remy and Charlie. Mm-hmm. Well, Mia is. Yeah, and then Victoria um, and I actually met back when I was living in New York. She was a New Yorker. Oh, yay. And, yeah, and we did Zog Sports flag football. <laughs> oh, my gosh, how funny. And you guys have stayed in touch? How great. Yeah. How many I years? I have no clue how long. I was just going to say, how I many know, years just... has it been? Oh, gosh, I mean. At least 10. At least, but I actually want to say more like. 12? 12 yeah. to 15 yeah somewhere in there I think so. yeah no clue so that's awesome <laughs> yeah and victoria lives in new york so she's in your neck of the woods oh are you what, what area like i'm you... in i'm in bedford in westchester oh okay yeah on the other side of the river my sister lives over that way so familiar oh great yeah so, it's so that's nice, nice. Here. it's so pretty it is it does make a nice fall foliage day going up to visit yeah. oh yeah <laughs> and then she's also a working mama you want to tell everyone what you do yeah so I'm a lawyer um working from nice. home as a lot of us are but still more than full-time so mm-hmm. it's it's uh the last as lawyers do as lawyers do but these last few months have presented so many challenges as I'm sure you guys both know um with trying to keep the kids entertained and fed and uh you know, still get your job done. Yeah. Maintain yes, I feel house. like we have many of episodes that are all COVID related. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> many. It's like everything keeps coming back to COVID. How to get it done. Yeah. So as Victoria was saying, she has two kiddos. And with me expecting in March, I am seriously wanting to pick Victoria's brain. I have done my own research as well. But I'm just wondering how to help Charlie deal with the transition. I know there's no way that I'm going to actually help her, I guess, really understand, but easing the process as much as I can. Yeah. So 
cute Victoria and all your wise knowledge. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's wise. And I, I feel like we just kind of, you know, we didn't know what we were doing when um, we were preparing for Mia to come. But it actually turned out to be one of my favorite memories. Um, How so? So when, as I said, Ronan was 20 months old when Mia was born. But in the two months leading up to like the last two months of my pregnancy, you know, we knew Mia was going to be a girl and we knew what her name was going to be. Um, we had picked it very early on. So in the last couple of months when my belly was really, really big, we would sit Ronan down and we would say, you know, this is Mia, baby Mia is, is in mommy's belly. And, you know, he would kind of touch my, my stomach and it was just like repetition, you know, all the time we say it's baby Mia. And we did, we put her room together and we said, this is baby Mia's room. Um, and we just kind of stuck with it and, you know, made it really consistent over those last two months. And then when I was, when Mia was a day, or a couple of days after Mia was born and I was in the hospital, my parents brought Ronan in to meet her and my mom was holding him and they walked in and I was lying in the hospital bed holding her and he just was really quiet for a couple seconds, just looked at her and we actually have this on video. He points right at her and says, baby Mia. Aww. He just That's so, so sweet. sweet. He knew. He just knew. And it was amazing. <sighs> and I don't know how, <laughs> but he got it. And, you know, they are really just uh, two peas in a pod. They are they giggle and laugh together. Um, Aww, she's a little bit sweet. of an instigator. Like, she'll just tackle him out of the blue <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Um, she's got to stick up for herself. She does. And she definitely does. But, you know, I, I, looking back, I just feel that, you know, getting the room together, making it seem like, you know, things were changing, but in a kind of comfortable way and not in a, yeah. you know, too crazy. Like everything's so positive and yeah. involve him. Yeah. And that's just normal. So did you really focus on like the last two months? Do you remember? Or was it something you were talking about from the beginning because I've started trying to talk to Charlie. So I'm five months now mm -hmm. and just, you know, like she's big on belly. So I'm trying to explain to her, but it's also like, I have a bump, but it's like not fully there. And she likes to, she'll say like baby belly. And then, you know, I'm wearing good old maternity um, support <laughs> in the midsection. <laughs> so then she's always like, off off so she makes me pull it down so she can see my full belly but Aww. i'm pretty positive she doesn't really get it so did you wait till there was really a physical change for ronan to see or was it something you kind of did at the beginning yeah we really did wait um it was really we ramped it up really at the end because my belly was really big <laughs> and he like liked to sit <laughs> on my lap and read books and like that was getting very difficult <laughs> i'd have to sit on the floor <laughs> and he just sat on the floor like in front of me because he couldn't actually sit on my lap anymore but yeah it was just I, to me i feel it was just the repetition um you know okay. almost every night we would talk about baby mia and you know she's gonna be your sister um and we had, you know, we have the, the books. We I bought a bunch of books, like You're Gonna Be a Big Brother or My New Baby okay. Sister, and we would read them. He loved to read. Um, so I would read those. Yeah, I got one for Charlie. It was called There's a House in Mommy's Belly. <laughs> but that's the only one I've gotten. <laughs> oh, my gosh, how cute. That's cute. I don't remember that one. Um, <laughs> but I, I felt like it, I, I hope it helped him understand what was happening so that when it did happen, 
Um, because I had heard all those, you know, people would, would tell me, oh, when I brought my new baby home, you know, my older kid, like, slapped her in the face. Or really, like, didn't like the baby. <laughs> You're supposed to make me feel better, Victoria, not give me more things to worry about. Well, that, well, you should feel better that that didn't happen to me. But people were telling me all those kinds of crazy stories when I was pregnant. I was like, oh, boy, I better really, like, focus on this and make sure he knows what's happening. <laughs> what did he think when your body was changing? Did you, because I've also heard on that whole story front how some kids start getting more guess needy and especially you go into more nesting mode and focusing more on like the arrival of the baby so he's slowly not as much of the focus I guess like did you notice any behavioral changes or did he just roll with it um not too much I'd still you know read to him and tried to do everything I was doing um it was hard so keep his schedule the same yeah but I mean you get I got at least I was so tired, right? The eighth, ninth month mm-hmm. of pregnancy gets so tired and it, it's, it gets it more and more difficult. But, you know, we, my husband and I both tried to just, you know, keep, keep maintain, you know, as you said, consistency throughout mm-hmm. um, and just try to slowly incorporate the baby and talking about the baby, um, you know, as it got closer. I feel like the, I, I mean, transitioning from having the baby actually physically there to you know being in your belly is one thing but I feel like it would be more of a transition once the baby's already there because then it's like reality kind of hits for them Mm -hmm. so was there like a transition period once the baby was already there where like you said it was Ronan right yeah am I saying that right Mm -hmm. Ronan where Ronan like all of a sudden was like hey I'm not getting like 100% of the attention now was there like any of that where all of a sudden it was like, oh, maybe like a week or two or even like a couple months in where you felt like you had to really put some special focus on him? Yeah. So um, a little bit, you know, it was, he was more so curious. He was so curious about the baby. He always wanted to be looking in her, you know, the, the, we'd have her in like a pack and play or, or something like that. He was always kind of putting his little, you know, head over the side to, to look at her. Um, but my, you know, I think the first couple of months, it was, you know, just sort of naturally, my husband was taking care of Ronan more than me because I was um, feeding the baby and, you know, I was on maternity leave. So I was with her all the time, just taking care of her. At some point, I did feel that I had to stop and say, okay, I need to, you know, give the baby to my husband for a little while and spend some time with my son. Um, yeah, that's one of my fears is that I anticipate Phil taking on Charlie more at the beginning. Because like you said, you're breastfeeding, you're the one that's up. Well, I'll, I plan on breastfeeding at least, that you'll be up every few hours and you're just, you have to be with the baby so much more that I worry about like that connection with Charlie and relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you just have to, you have to like actually consciously think about it. You have to stop and say, okay, you know, let me hand the baby over for an hour and you know just sit and that's true just any time spent with her is better yeah than none yeah you said it was slightly rough or he transitioned pretty well like with that time with steve and not having your attention yeah i thought he transitioned pretty well um you know i have my parents live close by so they were helpful too but it, it it really was i had a you know i really just remember having to say okay i haven't 
read Ronin a book in a while or just sit with him while he eats dinner, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, let my husband take care of the baby, but also play with them together. One of my other That's a good point. favorite videos actually is when Mia was, I mean, less, I think less than two months old. She wasn't even sitting up yet. My husband was holding her and Ronin just kind of went over and was like doing silly faces and acting silly. And she just burst out into giggles. And it was the first time we really heard her laugh. And I remember that video. <laughs> it was so stinking cute. Yeah, it's it's so adorable. But they really had, um, I, I feel like, you know, the 20 months was, while it was tough for us, like, because it's such, it, they're both so needy at 20 mm-hmm. months as newborn. Um, I feel like they're, they're, it's a, it's a good separation. Um, although it was a lot of, for them, for them, it was a ton of work for us, but they're really, <laughs> you know, they play together, they're friends. So I feel like it, it really worked out well. I can't say we planned it that way because we certainly didn't, but it, it worked out for us. <laughs> I think it's, it's interesting the the sibling bonds, like right from the beginning, because even, with my stepson, Jack, I mean, him and Remy have such a sweet little bond. And like the first time she ever kicked it, I was laying in back in bed with my, with Jack and I was like kind of spooning him. And so when she kicked, it was like right into his back. And that was like the first time. So it was like this big thing, like, oh my gosh, the first time she moved was like when she was with you. And she always moved when he was around in my belly. And then now they have like this special like handshake before they go she kisses him on one cheek and then kisses him on the other cheek and then they do fist bump and high five like it's the cutest thing (laughs) and it's like something she's done for like months and months like it's just like their thing it's like they have their own little special thing it's cute that's her bra bra i know that's so cute that's adorable yeah but even being like blended family you know what i mean where it's like it's just i don't know it was it was really sweet to see like just the the bond even with them being so different in age i mean think how old so jack's 16 now and she's two <laughs> yeah that's more than blended because i mean you guys are family i'm like yeah who, who cares the difference you know how it's it true to be mm-hmm. but uh i would think the age would be the bigger factor like how much interest would jack have in a newborn right but he loved it and she has no clue yeah, yeah she has so no that's clue. awesome <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, I was going to say, oh, so, you know, I was reading up and trying to get ideas of ways to incorporate Charlie. And I'm curious, did you ever show Ronan pictures of him like while you were pregnant or baby pictures of himself just so he could start understanding like the concept like he was once a baby? Um, not I actually don't really have pictures of me pregnant. <laughs> they came back. It's only the ones that I took. Exactly. The ones that you made me take. That is so funny. The only ones I have. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he, oh. Ronan, does, he loves photos. And um, I have, you know, all the photos. He loves looking through my phone. So, yeah, we definitely did go back and show him photos from just like the day he was born when he mm-hmm. was a baby. And he would, you know, point and say, Ronan. Um, so he, he was starting to, to really get it that he, he recognized himself even as a tiny baby. And then, you know, now he knows who, who he, he recognizes himself and he recognizes Mia even as a, just a In baby pictures. Yeah. Okay. So Morgan, when you talk to Char- Charlie now, you said she kind of doesn't, she doesn't really get it, but she does like point to your belly and say baby and stuff. Does she like yeah. play with dolls at all and like say baby? No, or... so- 
well, she doesn't have a doll. That's one thing. Yeah. So she has that little pink one that Rami loved. That was it. I mean, it's literally like the size of a hand. Yeah. And I don't even know if you can call it a baby. It's some weird animal slash <laughs> baby doll thing. <laughs> but um, so that's actually one thing I have in my Amazon cart is I've been trying to find a baby that's realistic enough. Yeah. That looks like her too which is definitely harder for mixed children or children of any color. <laughs> um, so I is think I really? finally found one. It Well, if you don't want to spend like a hundred bucks oh for gosh. a two-year-old on a doll. Yeah. I was going to say, know, Remy have... has like three different colored dolls. <laughs> well, I want one that has like hair that's somewhat like Charlie. Something that she can kind of she can relate. relate to. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, there's ones out there, but I feel like the really cheap ones just have the baby nursery hat on, so no hair, which not the worst thing, but I just, I don't know. I have something with, like, if I'm going to get her a doll, I want her to kind of understand and have someone that looks a little like her. Yeah, because I was going to say, she could always, like, practice with the doll. Like, you could be like, oh, you're going to have a baby soon, like a baby sister like this. Like, I don't know. And I feel like sometimes you have to prepare the kids for the crying. I remember my nephew, <laughs> my nephew used to like cover his ears every time, you know, my niece would start crying. And he'd say to my sister, she cries a lot. And it's like they're just not used to it. They're used to. I mean, are we used to it? I know. Like you hit that again. You're like, oh, wow. I forgot how much they cry. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Totally. Yeah. No. It's funny you did mention the doll thing. So I'm also trying to, you know me, I'm like, I'm not a pink person. Yeah. So and then half the other dolls are all pink. So I'm trying to find a doll that then I'm like, okay, well, what kind of doll clothing can I find? And I want something that she can um, nurture the baby. So wash the baby, change the baby's diaper. Just yeah, understand kind of now what, I mean, she gets diapers because she gets hers changed right but just changing and then when the baby comes that that's a way i figure that she can be included at the same time yeah exactly but i need to find clothes that are more fun and hip instead of pink and have ruffles and yes. hearts all over them because puke sorry you, you almost need to get like a life-size baby and just like literally go to the store and get some like preemie clothes oh that's what the life-size ones are that are 100 bucks, Trisha. Oh. They are 20 inches long, like newborns. Oh, wow. If I'm like, girlfriend, God knows, she'll probably dump it in her <laughs> bath water or something. She does not need a $100 doll. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. I do remember reading. I don't remember this was a while ago. But I, I do remember reading one time that having, trying to incorporate, you know, your child with the newborn baby, like saying oh could you go get mama a diaper so i can change the baby like being a Mm -hmm. helper they apparently i have read that that is it makes them feel really important and really involved and um it just it creates a good kind of dynamic between everybody well that makes perfect sense because we talk about that all the time on the show how that they just want to emulate us and getting them involved in the kitchen and just you know practical life household stuff yeah. that they want to do that so yeah no that's a and they really take on good that thought. like yeah you know big sister big brother role there they understand like oh i'm i'm the big you know i'm the big one now i do more i have more responsibility and i am like the protector i, I do make sure the baby's taken care of kind of a thing it's it's cute and still involving them and still yeah. pushing them to side did you do any of that Victoria? i totally agree with that um we did have ronan help you know go like you said go get a diaper 
or you know go get Mia a toy or something like that um, to you know show that he he's part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do feel like that that helped a lot. Absolutely agree with that. Uh, someone remind me of that when I'm sleep deprived. Oh my gosh, <laughs> my my nephew is six, and my um, my younger nephew. My sister has three kids, and then. Uh, my youngest nephew is one. Well, not my ne- youngest because my other sister has a little boy. But um, of her three kids, she has a one-year-old, a four-year-old, and a six-year-old. And the six-year-old, when the one-year-old's crying in the car or whatever, he even like early on when he was five, he'd give him, you know, like a toy or a pacifier in the car. He'd make all these funny faces, and he totally would try and help in the car if the baby started to cry. Aww. It was really cute. Yeah, on his own. Yeah, his own. yeah. he would just, like, start making funny faces, and then sometimes he'd say, Mommy, I don't know what else to do. And she's like, you're doing great, baby. You're doing great. Like, it, it's really cute. I remember her calling and, like, telling me those stories. I was like, that's so sweet. <laughs> when Mia would cry, really cute. when Mia was, was a newborn, Ronan would just say, baby crying. What are you going to do about yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Fix it. Like, get on that, mama. Come on, dada. Like, this is obnoxious. <laughs> exactly. Aww. Speaking of involvement, so that's one of the things that I saw to do is have Charlie get involved with the decisions now in terms of the baby's room. Like, oh, where should we put this blanket? I mean, we have not even Aww, started sweet. setting up the room, but I'm hoping getting her involved with setting it up and placement or even maybe letting her pick out, you know, between two options of furniture or clothes will help slowly start registering that it's not for her and it's something else is happening, but she's equally involved. Yeah. yeah you think you have to try everything because you don't know really what the, what your older child is going to kind of latch on to. Um, like we got thrown yeah. in a baby doll, but it didn't catch his attention. He didn't really play with okay. it. He kind of put it to the side and then really never picked it up it again. It didn't have wheels, Victoria. I know. It didn't make noise. I know. He's like, get, he's like just get me the real trucks, thing. Trucks, planes, train. Like, he is so into <laughs> Oh, it needed The doll needed a stroller. Yes. <laughs> that's what was wrong. That, see? That's, that's where I, it didn't I happen. didn't think of that, yeah. But... <laughs> How funny. It, it's something... It may be something that you, you don't even you know, think Charlie's going to really, you know, latch onto, but, you know, all of a sudden it kind of clicks for her. See, that's why you just, it's just keep trying, try everything you can think of and, you know, something will catch her attention. Mm-hmm. So true, especially, I mean, each month she starts understanding more because, you know, they grow leaps and bounds month to month. So between now and the next four months, who knows? Oh, exactly. Understanding. You know what I was just yeah. thinking of, Morgan, that you could do and she has her own drawer in the kitchen. Maybe you start yeah. putting some of the baby stuff that you're going to need early on, like maybe a burp cloth or and oh, like the kitchen stuff. Yeah, and the kitchen stuff, like even oh, like like one that some she of her can bottles access. or yeah, and say, hey, remember you use this bottle. This is going to be for the baby. Like so, when she sets the table, maybe like you have her put out. Okay, this is what the baby's going to need, or I don't know, just something where now she's I sharing. Like that, yeah, now she's like sharing the everything drawer. but the bottle part because. She'll she start sucking those. on it. <laughs> and she, yeah, she now she realizes that they make great squirt bottles and she just like squirts it everywhere. <laughs> You're going to see her feeding the baby, but she's going to be just squirting it into the baby's mouth. Like it's, it's face. No, face. face. Forget the mouth. Face. <laughs> true, true. No, that's a great idea, Trisha. 
No, okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Making note of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Another one I read about was, again, involvement, but letting her unwrap any presents that the baby gets. <gasps> That's a good mm. idea. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And even if she wants to play with them now, fine. Like she doesn't need to understand just yet that it's for the baby. But again, she can be involved. And I guess maybe I could incorporate that depending what it is in the room and letting her be involved with that. I could see that going two different ways. I feel like (laughs) (laughs) that could be good until she's like, like Remy right now, she says, no, mine, no, mine. Mm. I could see her kind of being like, uh, (laughs) I open this present. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, I guess that would be fine for now until I'm like actually trying to set things up. I'm like, oh, can you stop taking everything? I want to get things settled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have um, Ronan sing to the baby or talk to the baby? Um. Yeah, we tried. Like in, in the belly, I mean before yeah not so much singing but um definitely you know we would we would say you know say hi to baby mia Mm -hmm. and he would do that you know he wouldn't then and then he'd you know find a monster truck somewhere and then he'd be gone but (laughs) (laughs) yeah we definitely tried to do that and and, you know while we were just sitting around at night you know at, at right before bedtime just incorporate her into you know what we were talking about and what we were doing so that he got used to her being around. Okay. All right. Um, like you said, I'm jotting it all down. <laughs> I don't know what will stick. <laughs> now, one of the things, I know, Ronan, you, you weren't really potty training, but that's one of the things I'm trying to figure out. So it makes sense not to do, like, any drastic changes to Charlie's world, especially, like, closer to the delivery date. Yeah. But I feel like she's in this weird limbo. She's getting really close to being ready. But I, I mean, I don't know how long it'll take in potty training. So I'm trying to figure out, like, do we try now or do we wait later? Cause so often if you hear that if you do it too close to the, when the baby comes and when the baby comes, that's too much of like change happening. The potty training on top of I now have to share mommy and daddy. Did you wait on anything drastic or even potty training like that? We definitely waited on potty training. Also, I just felt he wasn't ready wasn't just wasn't ready. into it okay um and i mm-hmm. i do feel i'm glad we waited although i was getting really stressed out thinking oh my gosh he's not potty trained yet but then it really only took like two days when we said okay he's now he's ready and he was three um so it was kind of on the later side but you know we only had one day do it when he's ready we only had one day of you know having a watch you know do two loads of laundry to wash all the underwear. <laughs> and then after that, he just, he took right to it. <laughs> so I nice. definitely feel, you know, in retrospect, I'm glad we waited because it was just such an easy transition for him. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas prior to that, it probably would have been difficult and, you know, upsetting to him. So, you know, I, I, I'm really glad we waited. And you still kept him in school. Like, I know you have your parents there that help, mm-hmm. But like even all of that in terms of big transitions, you try to keep that routine the same. Even when Mia was there, like he still went to school or to your parents as often as he would have prior to her arriving. Absolutely. So he only stayed with my parents maybe while I was in the hospital and like one day after that. And then he came back to us and, you know, the first, you know, school day back, he went right back to daycare, just right on his normal schedule. 
you were counting down till school till you could like send them off and have focus time. I know you were. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that would be me like, oh my God. Okay. I'm so tired. I can't handle two right now. No, you honestly, I I started to like forget day and night. Like I had no idea what time it was. I just, it was just all a, a haze, but you know, you, you were just like, do I have two children present? They're both alive. <laughs> Check. Right. We made it through the day. Right. Yep. You just do head count. <laughs> but it was, you know, and my husband, of course, you know, helped out tremendously, um, especially mm-hmm. with Ronan, you know, because he, the two of them would, um, they'd go outside, they would go play because it was summertime. But, you know, I keeping Ronan on his schedule, um, I thought was ended up being a very good idea. I thought that that really helped. It helped him because he was like, okay, this is just normal life. This isn't everything changing which of course you know when coronavirus hit and it wasn't normal life anymore that's a totally (laughs) different story oh my gosh that's crazy what about you trisha i know that you said you involved jack with the kicking and that but for you guys it was like jack was a big factor in do you have a child yeah so obviously you must have done things to make sure that the transition was as easy as it could be. So, yeah, I mean, I think I had touched on this another time, but Jack, when he was younger, so I came into Jack's life when he was eight. And when I came into his life, it was almost immediate. Can I have a sibling? Can I have a sibling? Can I have a sibling? He would ask. And we were like, maybe one day, like we don't know. And (laughs) so when we started to talk about it more and consider it, it made it an easier decision because he wanted one so bad. And then his mom got remarried and, well, she hadn't been remarried yet, but she was dating somebody and he had a daughter. So all of a sudden, like, you know, we'd bring it up every once in a while. Like, hey, well, I mean, maybe you'll have a sibling one of these days. And he's like, okay, he'd get, he'd be so excited. And then I'll never forget, we were driving home from my sister's house and we made a comment about a sibling and he lost it just mm-hmm. meltdown cried himself to sleep in the back seat like we couldn't comfort him Aww. and it wasn't until we got home we were like what the heck was that like total complete opposite reaction than we were used to and came to find out that I guess his mom had had a conversation with him because he's he couldn't understand why his stepsister was acting so weird and she's a very similar age to him so she was kind of in that teenage young teenage years and yeah she said, well, you know, you she sees her father only a certain amount of time, and now there's another child that's not her that's living with him full time. And she had said, she had used me as an example, you know, how would you feel if Trisha came into the picture and she already had a child, you know, and that child was living with Pop every day and you only saw him, you know, you didn't see him every day because you're with me yeah. half the time. And all of a sudden it just was like this – Oh my gosh. Clicked. Like I I don't want someone yeah. to be with my father more than I'm with my father and it just tore him apart and it took I mean it took us years before we finally decided to do it because we just were like we did not want to mess up the family dynamics and it was really tough because having him be on board was such like it made that decision that much easier cuz it was already a hard decision on what we were going to do. So then when he you know, switched his his feelings on it, it made it really tough. So I would say about three, four years later is when we finally decided to, you know, try and get pregnant. And then when we were, we were so nervous to say anything, but we waited for a really good day 
and uh, I think he was getting Xbox. We were getting him Xbox or something like that. <laughs> and yeah, and I and I yeah, don't remember right? exactly how he said it, but Jason referred to him as BB, and he's like BB, and he was like, yeah, BB, like wouldn't tell him what it meant, and then. I forget exactly how it happened, but like somehow it came out like he's like, oh, no big deal, just big brother. And he's like, oh, and he looks right at me and he's like, are you pregnant? And he, he looked so excited. And I was, I, I was like, yeah, huge you're going to be relief. a big brother. <laughs> yeah, it was a huge, it was like, oh, thank goodness. And he was old enough, I think, at that point that he got over that initial you know, feelings of sharing his father because he was just, he's more mature at that point and could understand it. But even so, that's a huge change. I mean, becoming a new parent is a huge change. So asking a teenager to be on board and to know what to expect, like, yeah, how, how can they? So did, were there bumps or emotions through the pregnancy and things that you did to involve him or make that as smooth as possible yeah like we let him we found out what the sex was and so we let him open it up and tell us so he got to know that yeah so we were like all right here's the moment of truth and he first he wanted a boy and we were like well what do you want do you want a boy do you want a girl and uh he's like what do you guys want we were like we don't care as long as the baby's healthy we don't really care and then so when he said girl he was a little disappointed and then we were like but now, like, you don't – because he's like, I wanted a boy because I could play with them more. And, and I looked at him and I said, I was the biggest tomboy, so you better be ready because she's going to be probably a little tom, you know, a little tomboy <laughs> and too. And she totally And is. then all Love of a her. sudden he was like, I'm really glad it's a girl. And Jason even had said to him, you know, to be honest, I wanted a girl. I have a boy. I didn't want another boy. I wanted, a, I wanted you know, a girl. And this way there was no – there was none of that competition between like a boy yeah. and a boy and a son, you know, and a son and his father. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of worked out. But I also, I had a really, I have a, have a really close relationship with Jack and every once in a while I'd just lay in bed with him for hours, like totally keep him up way too late, but we would just talk about like everything. And I took a couple of opportunities to say to him, you know, I know you know, I'm sure you have some mixed feelings and you're being such a great sport. And I know you're really excited about the baby coming, but you know, I would just say to him, you're always going to, going to be number one. You're my first baby. And I know like you're, you know, and I would just explain like, I know I'm not your mom and you have a mom and him and his mom and I get along really well. So, but I always made sure he felt special, even though it was like uncomfortable for him because it's mushy gushy. I know it, it meant something to him. That sounds so similar to what Victoria was saying about yeah. she had to pause and make sure she was making time for Ronan. Yes. And then I'll never forget mm-hmm. probably about a month after Remy was born, we were all just like talking nonchalantly in the family room and doing whatever. And Jack was like, Remy's the best thing that ever happened to our family. And Aww. I was like, oh my gosh. And I and it's true because I was always looking for more from Jack because I was so maternal. I just, I yeah. wanted, I wanted that, you know, mother-child relationship. That connection. That connection. Mm-hmm. And we had our very own special, unique connection. But I think I was always kind of searching for more, like, unconsciously. Yeah. So when Remy did come, it kind of allowed me to kind of back off of him on, like, a 
on a he, that's why paternal he was like, this front. Was the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> Seriously. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, but it just like it somehow just brought our whole family closer together. It just yeah, I don't know. It was it was really cute though that he recognized that and just said it out loud, like not even thinking about it. Oh that's awesome. So I love it. Yeah. That that just makes everything so much easier too when everyone is just feeling the same. Yeah. Same emotions. <laughs> yes. On board. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it was it was really tough for those couple of years where we were like, What are we gonna do? And then before before you got pregnant, you mean? Yes. And then, okay. you know, we made comments too, like to Jack afterwards. He's like, Did you guys did it did you guys wait because of me? And we were like, I mean, it was a huge factor. Yeah. You know, we you're the most important thing we wanted to make sure that we were all okay before we made any changes to the family (laughs) so and I think he really appreciated that too like recognize like oh wow I must be pretty important but how much life on hold for a couple years he counted yeah yeah that's awesome yeah well Victoria anything that you would suggest to me or you just like remembered that you did that you think helped either before or once Mia got here um, yeah, again, I, I think I said it before, but just the repetition and consistency, and especially mm-hmm. after Mia was born, um, like I said, Ronan went back to school, um, you know, because my husband and I work such long hours, he was actually in daycare all day, and then we had a babysitter who picked him up from school and, and would bring him to our house at night, and we kept that going. Even though I was home, we still had our sitter pick him up, and, you know, so that, you know, it's not like she left his life because because the new baby came and and then he got you know one-on-one attention from our babysitter who's amazing she's really terrific um and you know she would make him dinner and give him dinner and play with him and that would give me time to you know get the baby all settled and then you know my husband comes home from work and like you know that that five six seven o'clock time frame is always so crazy um but it really just kept him grounded so that's and did you ever worry like I know Maria is so great but like in terms of connecting like you just have that less amount of time like that you just don't have as much time with him because I think that's a fear in the back of my head of I mean it was a fear of going back to work okay those are now hours I don't have with Charlie and now having a second baby I mean I know it all works out but I can't help thinking about that in the back of my mind yeah, and actually my husband said something interesting right before the baby was born um, because I was always, especially when I was pregnant, I was sleeping later on the weekends. And um, mm-hmm. my husband would... I need to tell Phil that because I'm the one getting up for Charlie. <laughs> you should tell Phil that. <laughs> uh, ditto. <laughs> she, um, Steve would spend time with Ronan in the mornings, like Saturday morning, Sunday morning, just the two of them, and they would hang out. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, when right before Mia was born, Steve said, oh, you know, I wonder if this will this will take away from our alone time, you know, and on the weekend mornings and, you know, sure, because now you have another baby who's up at 5am and, um, but I I think you just take it one day at a time. And and like Mm -hmm. I said, you just have to stop and take a breath and say, okay, have I hung out with Charlie? You know, did she, have she and I just done something? Even you don't have to leave the house, you know, you just go into the playroom and, and see what, what toys she's interested in today or, or read a book. And, for me, that, that helped me personally, too. I said, okay, I, I'm spending time with him. It's not as much as before, but it's never going to be You're that much again. it count. 
the time yeah, you, you have to, that you do spend with you him. You have to split your time between them, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the foreseeable future. So it was good to get into a routine. That's good. Yeah, no, that's a good I think point. that's great advice is the routine, the consistency. I mean, you always hear that when it comes to kids, regardless if there's siblings or not, is mm-hmm. consistency and routine, consistency and routine. It just, it like you said, it, uh, Victoria, it keeps them grounded. Yeah. And this is so off, sub- well, not off subject, but kind of, but Phil and I have this running thing. Do you have a favorite? Obviously, you're not going to say <laughs> if there is, but Phil says there will be a favorite. And I'm like, no way. You just learn like your heart grows. Yeah. I For for me, it's it's actually helps that I have a boy and a girl because they are so different. Different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I, you know, I find that, you know, Ronan loves to read. He loves books. Mia loves songs. She's always wanting me, you know, she'll, she and I will just sit on the couch and we'll play nursery rhymes on my phone. Um, so we do different things. So like I love spending, you know, listening to songs and singing songs with Mia. I love reading books with Ronan. Um, we just have different things. Um, and I, that you connect with. Yeah, and I, but most of all, I, I really do love watching them play together. It's so cute. Aww. I know. <laughs> so you would agree with me. You just love them both yes. for different yeah. reasons. Yep. What would, what would Steve say? What do you think? I hope he'd say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure if Phil's not, joking, the children but will I'm not, not sure. <laughs> well, he, he's actually very excited right now because Mia is very interested in playing catch. Like she, it's all oh. the time. She just wants to throw the ball back and forth. And she's getting pretty oh. decent. Like she can catch it most of the time. So he's really into that. The benefits of having an older sibling. I'm sure Remy's the same way because Jack's always doing things with her. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that video I sent you where she's sitting on the skateboard while we're riding it down the street? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this was like a while ago. It wasn't even <laughs> was recent. Like a year old. I feel like it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I always put mittens on her even in the summer just in case. Like I didn't want her, to, her hands to touch the ground. <laughs> Probably a little dangerous, but she had a helmet on. It's fine. Oh, rough and tumble. <laughs> All good. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm feeling a little better. Good. And I like some of these suggestions. So I feel All like right. you, I feel like this always happens, right? Like you get these fears and then all of a sudden you're just in it and you're like, why yes. did I worry it about that? Out. <laughs> exactly. But you just, you just you never know. map out the future. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, okay, plan for this scenario and how can I best incorporate Charlie and I think what Victoria said, you just try everything. Yeah, so I think the fact that you're thinking click. about it so early on and you are so concerned about making sure that Charlie doesn't feel left out, I think you're going to do an amazing job. Yeah, I just want those cute stories of, you know, Jack saying Remy's the best thing that ever happened and yeah. for Ronan to walk in and like, baby Mia, <laughs> and just making her do the first giggles, you know. You just want them to have that sibling bond. Yeah. And- be the perfect addition and it was all the right decision mm-hmm. so oh, all right <sighs> well with that let's do a little mom fashion let's do it victoria would you like to go first second or third i'll go first um all right i love our guests always going first it's so I great know. they're like let's just go <laughs> for let's it let's just do it yep just get it out of the way right so yeah 
Recently, this is my most recent thing that's been making me feel so guilty, is like I said, so the kids are in, in daycare and we have a sitter who picks them up. Um, and even with us working from home, we still have her pick them up because they love her so much. Aw, that's so sweet. Yeah, and I, I thought it was so helpful this summer just to have that consistency when the rest of the world was chaos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I hate dinner time. I just can't handle it because Why? they're so picky. And I've been on every toddler dinner recipe website and I've tried everything. And, oh, no. you know, they only eat five things that either has chicken or cheese in it. And if it doesn't have chicken or cheese, they won't eat it. And I tried oh, to make, gosh. I tried to make um, like salmon cakes and I called them hamburgers and that didn't work. <laughs> And there are times when I, I... I feel like I made something when you guys came over and I was like, I think I did like mac and cheese because I knew, but then there was like green in it and Ronan was like, no, nope, oh, there's something green in here I, I don't recognize. Picks, <laughs> it was like herbs. He picks parsley out. <laughs> oh yeah, he totally yeah, picks so parsley. Or like pepper, like yeah. So my, um, my home office is upstairs and our, when our sitter comes home, um, you know, sometimes we have dinner ready, but sometimes she makes dinner and... A few times, more than a few times, I've like done, I'm done with my work, but I find myself just hiding out up here. <laughs> so that the babysitter, so the sitter has to give them dinner because I was just like, I can't. It's, a, it's the end of a long day. I'm exhausted and I can't fight about like parsley in the pasta right now. <laughs> You're like, sounds like they're clearing That's the table awesome. up. Works magically done. Yeah, it's like, oh, yep. work, work day's over. What are we doing? Oh, funny how that times out. Oh my gosh, that is great. I think we've all been there. Oh, I think yeah. even one of my mom fashions early on was like, I had an appointment and I just finished early and I think I parked like a block from home and just sat in the car because I was like, mm, I know I really need, need like that full time. 20 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm going to go if you don't mind. Yeah, Trisha. go for it. Mine just, it's okay, but it's like this weird, I think it all goes back to Charlie transitioning into preschool. And so I, anyone that's listening, you know how she had a rough first two weeks transitioning into it. Mm-hmm. And so it was very interesting. Like car rides home, she'd be happy as can be. We get home and like even the car ride, she'd be like, Dada, Dada. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go home. We're going to see Dada. And as soon as we got home for like 20, 30 minutes, would not go to Phil. Like he'd try to play with her, see if he could get a hug. Mm-mm. She'd like run to me like, no Dada, no Dada. And so this has translated to me in the bathroom i have a shy bladder now <laughs> girlfriend won't give me peace oh my gosh i mean to go to the bathroom pregnant too she comes in there because if it's just her and me i don't lock the door right so she knows how to unlock the door mm-hmm. and she whether it's her snack is at my feet i'm like oh my god can you go eat somewhere else that's disgusting <laughs> i can't don't eat your apple slices right at my feet while I'm sitting on the toilet. Or then she's like wanting to hug my leg. And then next thing she's like up, up and she like is tugging on me and she wants to sit up on my lap and I'm just trying to pee. So I, I can't like, I can't tell you how many times that I'm like, that's, I, I just, I can't, I have to wait for her to be in dad, dad mode. So, so I have to wait those 20, 30 minutes with my bladder ready to explode. Oh and I can't gosh. pee. 
that Phil can take her so I can go lock the door. I'm just like, are you kidding me? I thought we were past this phase. And it has eased up now that we're a little further into school. But those first two weeks, man, whew, that oh was a little rough after. So I have Charlie sitting on my lap just thinking we're hanging out, having a good time. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Now you're going to like pee your pants. <laughs> yep. Yet I can't pee. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just can't relax the muscles with a child bouncing on my knee. <laughs> Don't get a UTI. <laughs> I, I know. Knock on wood. Luckily, like I said, she's she's coming out of that phase. So <laughs> well, that's my mom fashion. Um, my mom fashion is that, uh, you know, when I'm in the mornings, Remy's been waking up earlier and I don't. I don't get earlier than early. She's an early bird already. No, it's been like instead of like six twenty, six thirty. Now it's like six o'clock, like right before Jason's ready to Ugh. go because he goes into the bathroom to brush his teeth and do whatever else he wants to do, like right before he leaves. And she's mm-hmm. a light sleeper, and the bathroom is right next to her, like room. So, you know, guys can only be so quiet. I, just, I don't <laughs> think they understand quite how quiet us women can be to avoid waking a child because <laughs> we're always the ones that have to deal so and I was just gonna say because we end up with them yes um and I think there's a part of him too that gets excited that he gets to see her in the morning before he goes to work mm. but then I just don't get any me time and it's just I feel like it's go 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 I have like her trying to get ready for school and work and so anyway so in the morning I was cooking breakfast. I always cook some breakfast and she's doing stuff around the house and riding her bike and doing different things. And she, she says, mama, mama. And I'm like, yeah, baby. And I'm cooking. And I'm like, I heard her closing our door. There's like a little glass door between the mud room and the family room right outside the kitchen. So mm-hmm. I was like, peekaboo, I see you. And she'd start laughing and saying, mama, mama. And so she finally was like, mama, like, okay, come on, come, come get me. So I was like making eggs. Like I couldn't just leave it on the stove. So I, fi- I finished the eggs, put it on the plate. Okay, breakfast is ready. Where's Remy? And I look around the corner and I don't see her. And I was like, where are you? And all of a sudden she goes, hi, she's up in the loft. So <gasps> How we, <laughs> those are so many stairs, Trisha, and they're oh, like wood cabin stairs. Like you can like fall through, like you they're can not fall closed through. off. The railing at the top is literally, <laughs> like, it comes to her. Like, she, yes, all those things. I was like, <gasps> oh, my God. You're going to have to take a picture of these stairs so everyone can see. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, first of all, it's one thing to get up there. If you ever slipped, felt like you'd oh not be here right now. And she's just like, hi. And goes running <laughs> into Jack's room. And I tell her all the time. She, Does she usually climb them? No. She only goes up there with Jack. She doesn't usually climb them. Oh For a while, gosh. we had something in front of the stairs. And then because we had to do house showings and everything, we moved it and just never moved anything back. And now I'm like, okay, we need – because it happened twice. Um, but I was like, <laughs> okay, now I really have to. She finds, like, those little pockets where I'm, like, 
making breakfast. Those 30 seconds. And she's a speed. And she's such a good climber. Oh, my gosh. Such a good climber. So fast. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. What did you do? Were you like, oh, my God, stay there? You were trying to keep her calm so she didn't try to come down the stairs? Yes. No, she was already (laughs) down, like, the little hallway area up there. She was, like, away from the stairs close to Jack's room. Okay. And right up against that railing, we have, actually, the part of her crib that we had taken down so it's like all these mm-hmm. bars so like luckily that blocks her from being able to fall off the loft so oh my god Trisha. i was like don't move remy and she like of course play a game of freeze tag. oh my gosh she went running into jack's room which was fine because and i just ran up the stairs and i grabbed her and i i stayed calm i i didn't freak out but i said mm-hmm you you are only allowed upstairs with bra bra because that's the only time she ever goes upstairs so i was like you cannot come up here alone it's very dangerous remy and she's just like like half listening like doesn't know really what i'm saying yeah like how can you explain dangerous to a two-year-old uh well that's for my next mom fashion when i explain another one that happened because i had to try and explain like (laughs) how you could die without saying you can die what (laughs) She and made stay a tuned, run for that episode. She made a run for the street. I'll just leave it at that. Made a run for the street. Oh, and yeah, it threw my coffee mug on the ground. It <sighs> shattered everywhere. Like I can't. It's horrible. <laughs> so I was like, note Remy to self, I love next house will not be is, on a busy road. <laughs> oh, give you a heart attack. She is heart attack, fast. I should say. She is so fast. I'm, I don't know how I'm going to keep up with her. Well, good thing you do soccer and you run. So <laughs> you got that going for you. True. So yeah, my mom fashion is that I uh, I took my my eyes off of her and she made her way up to a very dangerous loft. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully it ends with uh, all happy, yes. all happiness. Yes. <laughs> no doctors involved. Yes, all is good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I guess before we sign off, we should remind people if they want to share the podcast with their friends where they can find us. Definitely. And yeah, so you have iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. And as always, we always say subscribe. Mm -hmm. Take the guesswork out of knowing when a new episode drops, which is every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. But um Hump day. I, mean, I I know. <laughs> but for me, I just need those episodes downloaded. So when I'm on the go, they are already ready to go. And I also never know what new ones are there to listen to. So subscribe. And if you are listening on iTunes, just give us a quick five stars. It helps us. Definitely. And there is always our social media. We love our social media. So we have our Instagram and our Facebook. It's Mom Jeans and Minivans. And we are also on Twitter as Mom Jeans Min and the number one. So M-I-N-1. And last but definitely not least is our email where we love for people to reach out to us, tell us their own stories, give us advice, ask questions in this case morgan will take even more advice (laughs) on (laughs) what you did 100 a new baby (laughs) yes uh so we love hearing from everybody and our email is mom jeans and minivans at yahoo.com 
Yep. So thank you, everybody, and, for listening in. And thank you, Victoria, for being a guest on the show. Yes. It was wonderful to hear all about your story and how you made that transition. My pleasure. Thank you. Seriously. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I have all my good notes from both of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to do a follow-up and see how everything's going. That sounds like a plan. Maybe I'll have a cute story to share like you guys did. Yeah. <laughs> all went well. I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Until next time. Ciao. Ciao.